Thank you for listening to Preaching the Word with Nathan Deitch. Thank you again for joining us on the mysteries of God's Word. Today we're going to pick up at Genesis chapter 4, verse 17, and finish chapter 4 of Genesis. In verse 17 we read, Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. When he built a city, he called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Again, we see this euphemism of Cain knowing his wife, and then she conceived. The euphemism of knowing, being intimate with his wife. The question, who was Cain's wife, is perhaps one of the most asked biblical questions. And Cain's wife, perhaps obviously, would have been a close relation, likely one of Adam and Eve's daughters, and therefore a sister, perhaps even a niece. In today's world, we would think of this as incest, but in the original creation, there would have been no problem with it. As we think about how Adam and Eve were created good by God, they had no genetic flaws, none that we see today from sin and death. We begin to realize that the closer people were to original Adam and Eve, the fewer genetic mistakes people would have had. Therefore, it makes perfect sense that it would have been safer for close relatives to marry and have children. We see that Cain and his wife had a son named Enoch, and Cain built a city. Now, this also is another one of those interesting translations in Genesis chapter 4. The word for city here in Hebrew is any type of settlement, from a small camp to a large city. And we already know that God has cursed Cain with wandering in the land. So Cain, as he's about to have a son, sets up camp. I think that's the best understanding of this, is that Cain sets up camp as his wife is pregnant and about to have a son. And he names the camp after his son, Enoch. Now, the name Enoch is also used in the line of Seth. So Enoch was a common name to both Cain's line and Seth's line. They're not the same person. They're different. And in addition to Enoch, Lamech will be used later in Cain's line. And we see that both the names Enoch and Lamech are used in both Cain's lines and in Seth's line. So there were names, much like today, that are common to people. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad fathered Mahujal, and Mahujal fathered Methushel, and Methushel fathered Lamech. This short genealogy records five generations in the lineage of Cain, ending with Lamech. Making Lamech 
the seventh generation born from Adam. Each of these names represents the firstborn in that generation and the natural successive leader of the Cainites. In verse 19, we begin to read a greater narrative about Lamech. It reads, And Lamech took two wives, and the name of one was Adah, and the name of the other Zillah. Adah bore Jabal. He was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock. His brother's name was Jabal. He was the father of all who play the lyre and the pipe. Zillah also bore Tubal-Cain. He was the forager of all instruments of bronze and iron. The sister of Tubal-Cain was Namah. Lamech said to his wives, Azah and Zillah, Hear my voice, you wives of Lamech. Listen to what I say. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for striking me. If Cain's revenge is sevenfold, then Lamech's is seventy-sevenfold. So we see here in this narrative about Lamech that he was a harsh man. He led the Canaanites into open rebellion against God's natural order for marriage. He's the first recorded instance of bigamy in all of history. Lamech, a vengeful man, led the Canaanites using anger and fury. He says, I've killed a man for wounding me. Lamech boasted to his wives about how he demanded such a great vengeance upon people who would cross him. And his vengeance was greater than what would be just. According to the law of Moses, a just punishment for wounding someone would be a wound. But Lamech killed a man for wounding him and then boasted about it. And after he boasted, he talked about how his revenge was seventy times greater than that of his forefather Cain. We also see recorded here that at the time of Lamech, his sons brought about what we might today call civilization or culture. Jabal was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock, so Jabal began what we now call a nomadic lifestyle. And while he wasn't as cultured as his brothers, Jubal played the lyre and the pipe. Jubal was the first to begin stringed instruments and winded instruments. And Tubal Cain was a forager of instruments, both bronze and iron. This is the first recorded appearance of metallurgy in the Bible. And the word for instrument here can refer to any tool, any weapon, or even an instrument for music. So Tubal Cain was forging all kinds of tools, weapons, and instruments out of bronze and iron. Picking up in verse 25 of chapter 4, we read, And Adam 
knew his wife again. And she bore a son and called his name Seth. For she said, God has appointed for me another offspring instead of Abel. For Cain had killed him. To Seth also a son was born, and he called his name Enosh. At that time, people began to call upon the name of the Lord. So we see in verse 25 a sharp contrast between the Cainites living a harsh life and coming back to Adam and Eve, and Eve conceiving Seth. Since Abel was dead and Cain had been exiled away from God, the offspring of Adam and Eve seemed to be in an end, or at least at a standstill. Eve continued to hope in God's promise that her seed would crush the head of the serpent. And now she's excited once again to be given another son by God. It is the line of Seth that will indeed be the line that brings redemption by which Jesus Christ will come. To Seth, a son was also born, and he called his name Enosh. Enosh means mortal man or frail man. And at that time, people began to call upon the name of the Lord. So again, in direct contrast to the godlessness we saw with Lamech, Seth names his son with a name of humility, an insight into the fallen nature of man. Now, with a godly man who leads his family, as an example to the rest of the world, people begin again to see hope. And they begin to call upon the name of the Lord. Thank you again for joining me as we, too, Call upon the name of the Lord. God bless you today. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understandings. 